0: Good afternoon, I'm Leon Davis. It is 2 p.m. Central Time in the Great Midwest, coming to you live from the city of St. Louis. Again, my name is Leon Davis, and this is Altitude Adjustment, the weekly podcast talking about people, politics, and professions. And I got something really special for you today. Uh, I've got a couple of men that I truly, truly respect. And uh, we're going to talk about the gumming of America. That's coming up right now.
1: Welcome to Altitude
2: Adjustment
0: Alrighty, thank you very much for joining me I've got uh, my brother Leonard and my good friend you Warren <laughs> He threw me a peace sign, is that right?
2: <laughs> Peaceful. Peaceful uh,
0: very good, very good. Uh, so last week um, we had I did my podcast about um, cancel culture, and a, we had a supreme example of the it's the cancel culture in action. Drew Brees uh, decided to, in an interview, to give his opinion about a four year old action, and the internet collectively lost its mind. So tell me, Warren and Leonard. Your take on this whole. So so let me first say normally I we go right into the topic and I've got two men that um, I debate a lot and I respect their opinions. I respect uh, the things that they have to say. And so I've decided that I'm going to add five minutes for. um, Current topics before I get into the show, so. Uh, again, what what is what is your take, um, guys, on on the Drew Brees story? You want to start, well, Leonard? Go ahead. Okay,
3: my whole thing is, although I may not agree with him on the specific subject, but he's allowed to have his own opinion. Uh. Now, knowing what Colin took the need for and to come up and say, well, you dishonored and disrespected the flag. What about the people in the country, especially the president, that dishonored and inspected and disrespected some of his citizens? I mean, you know, he stood up for not getting getting citizens brutalized by a police force that's supposed to be protected. And then we have, after that, we didn't have now that we're demonstrating all over the country, another guy killed, an unarmed guy killed by the police. And they lied on a police report. They said to try to justify what they did, putting knees in people's back, putting the knee across the man's neck for eight minutes and 42 seconds. Or it was eight minutes and 46 seconds. There was no need for that. And the fact that Drew Brees can go and say, dishonor the American flag, when do we call America to honor all of its citizens and not just some of them? I like Drew Brees as a quarterback. I like what he's accomplished his career. But I disagree with him on this point. And a lot of the people he played with can be done at any time like George Floyd. But Drew Brees doesn't have to worry about it because he's in that part of the, the population that don't have to worry about that.
0: Okay, Warren. So I'm
3: sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Thank you. So, Warren, what do you think of the Drew Brees story?
4: Okay. First of all, the flag. The flag is a symbol. We all know what it stands for, every country has one. All types of organizations have flags which symbolize what they stand for. When you start to put a flag above human life, civil rights, uh, uh, our constitutional rights, then things are totally out of order. And that's where America is. That flag is nothing but a symbol. When the, when the flag was created, we weren't even uh, citizens. We weren't even human. And right now, today, we're being treated like dogs, shot down, shot in the back, knees on our necks. So, you know, I ain't even here to talk about that flag. Drew Brees, uh, I think um, his career is over. You know what? I, I think uh, he got a target on his back if he get out there. So that's on him if he wants to come back and play. But that's the bottom line. The, the flag is a symbol and we can only put so much into a symbol. What does it stand for when everything else is, is BS? You know, we don't get rights. We don't get equal rights. We don't get human rights. They're treating us like animals. So the flag is the nine issue right now.
0: So So my take on it, um, four years ago, we litigated the kneeling issue. Mm -hmm. For a whole two years, we spent trying to let people know that the kneeling was not about disrespecting the flag, that it had nothing to do with the flag that had nothing to do with people serving in the military. And for four years later, for someone who shares a locker room, has shared a locker room with minorities since he was in high school, or maybe even before that, to still not get what the whole issue was about, Saddens me. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So the thing is, is what does it take for people to recognize what people are saying? Because the whole thing to me came down to, he did not hear what people were saying. He saw the protests in a way as affecting him Mm -hmm. and not the people that are saying I am protesting because I am being mistreated. And so that was my take on
2: it. Yeah.
4: So apparently what he sees with his own eyes doesn't matter. I know he watches the news. I know he's seen the video. He's seen v- videos for a while of what's happening, and how can he just ignore that? I don't get it. I don't get it. He All doesn't right. care. He's seen it,
3: but he just doesn't care because it hasn't. It doesn't affect him personally. He he doesn't. Right. He does not care. That's the bottom line. He don't care.
0: Okay, so I'm going to move on to. Um, I didn't want to cut you guys off, but I want to make sure we get to our topic. So. Sure. So I'm going to try to manage our time as best we can. Uh, okay. So there were a couple of news stories um, that one is associated with that. Um, the NFL apology. Are you familiar with that? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yes, I, I've heard about it. Yes.
0: What is, What is your take on the NFL apology?
3: Too little, too late.
0: Exactly. Too
3: little, too late. They should have really came like out. They should have came out from day one and basically told President Trump to go screw himself when he started his rhetoric. Mm -hmm. Uh, He, More than 50% of your players are African American. They basically dominate your game with some exceptions. You have got to take care of your players that take care of you. They're the reason why you're able to get billions of dollars put in your pocket and for some of them guys to try to use their heavy hand to shut these players up it's just like the players video that's come out where all these players saying that could have been me that could have been me no we're not going to shut up Mm -hmm. Uh, what they did was they're seeing that some people are just starting to come against them like they end up having to pay Colin Kaepernick millions of dollars for falsely taking away his career on a false basis, not because of ability, but because of the stance he took.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so many times athletes have had to take stances against what was happening like in popular culture, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jim Brown, Muhammad Ali, the guys back in the sixties, when they took stances, they mm-hmm. took it when it was stuff on the line, not after they, retired and started talking but they did it when they had careers on the line and they did it so Mm -hmm. you know kudos for the ones that are doing it
0: what do you think warren what is your take on the
4: nfl well first of all i'm not a football fan so i i miss nothing when i don't watch the games uh they really that movie concussion opened my eyes when I saw that a corporation can seek the FBI on a brother who was doing a legitimate medical practice to look out for athletes, in the, in in their interest, you know that mm-hmm. that just told me a whole lot right there. You know they they're like scum, man. So my take on the NFL
0: was I'm not sure the NFL gets it. Um. So there was a the uh, the whole uh, Kaepernick demonstration. There was the whole conversation around Kaepernick. There was uh, the, the two, you know, two years or three years after all of that, they didn't step up and step forward, and it appears that because such, because because this time. Because because in this instance of uh, a black man being um, mistreated by the police, it, it wasn't the hands up, don't shoot. It wasn't the watching young men get killed. It, for some reason, it, I guess it, it flicked a switch for them uh, that this instance, they're going to come out and say, okay, we've made a change. We had a change of heart. And so my one... Thought is um, because they've stuck to their guns for so long. I am concerned that they're they're they've made a legitimate change of heart, and so at this point I'm taking a wait and see on this one, and to see where we go and if it's business as usual afterwards. Fair enough. Well, yeah. want to say hello to, Lin- to Linnell. Uh, Gilbert, and thanks for joining. I'm
4: sorry, did you you guys want to make a
0: comment before I
2: yeah, move on? Yeah, I just had
4: one little comment, and that okay. is, if they if they had a change of heart, what do you think could have caused that, other than the fact that uh, people are in the street tearing shit up now? People are getting hurt. People are losing money. It's There's cost now. And I'm not condoning any violence, any looting, uh, rioting, but this is apparently what it's taking to bring about a change in certain people. You know, now all of a sudden they start to see the light. Oh well, now I, you know, they're they're repenting or they're seeing it differently. So it's just not a coincidence. This is this is different now. You know. Uh, the last few incidents were mild compared to this. This ain't, ain't even near over right now. And it's not just local. It's all over the world. So the spotlight is on America. This is what's different.
0: So did you want to make a quick comment, Leonard, before we move into the the heart of our show?
3: I agree with Warren. What he just said was kind of on my mind. They, I'm like you. I want to take a wait-and-see approach and see if the NFL try to get back to business as usual.
0: Okay, so um, one of the things that um, for me has been uh, a particular issue is the dumbing of America. And when I say dumbing of America, um, there have been a lot of late-night hosts, I can say a lot. So there have been late-night hosts who've had uh, on-the-spot interviews and asking people about when the Civil War was or when the... um, war of 1812 was and you know people giving these uh answers or not knowing the answer to you know who their congress person is or what are the three branches of government and so this was supposed to symbolize or signify that that our young people and some older people aren't really paying attention that they're not smartening up and that you know um, and so and so i have a different take on the dumbing of america i don't think that because you don't know the three branches of government because you don't know who your congressperson is because you don't know um who your state legislator is or your mayor of your city that that particularly makes you uneducated or dumb. Um, I tend to think that I don't know all 50 states, the capitals of 50 states, but there's no real need for me to know the capitals of all 50 states. If there was a need for it, then I would make that a priority. And so I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: I just said sure.
0: I agree. So I think I think the dumbing is not about um, not about s- some random facts or some facts. I don't want to call them random, but some some facts or some information that maybe you could Google. You know, with with, with at the, at the end of your at the, in your hand is an encyclopedia and if you need to know who the president was in 1815 mm-hmm. you can find that out but why is it that people think you should know that off the top of your head
2: okay
4: okay
0: so my thought about the dumbing of america is that the more responsibilities that we give to computers, the dumber we get because we lose those skills. Mm-hmm. I remember when I grew up, to be classified a man, you had to have a toolbox. <laughs> you had to have a toolbox. Okay. You know, my dad had three or four toolboxes. And that was because you, you worked on things. You used your hands. You did things. How many people do you think nowadays actually have a toolbox? Uh-huh. Because Ikea has made it, you can put it all together with a screwdriver. Right. Right? You remember right. shop class? Oh, yeah. Did you guys have shop? I did. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean we made things. We made things with our hands. And my understanding is they've gotten rid of shop. Yeah, pretty much.
3: I mean, when you look at it, like you said, man had to have toolboxes. Uh, our dad did a lot of repair work on his own vehicles he had. he, You know, there were some things he had to take to the shop, but he usually did it. Now, to work on cars, you got to be a computer engineer. That's why they don't call them mechanics anymore. They call them Technic. technicians. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, the culture has changed. You don't need the toolboxes. I mean, how many men have gotten white collar jobs and couldn't tell you an alternator from a tra- from the transmission in a car? Mm-hmm. They don't know what it does. They can't tell you what the purpose of it is. Uh, they can't even change their own oil. And, and that's why you take it to the garage. You pay more for it, but that's why you take it. And when I think of the dumbing down of America, if you don't know the kind of things you talked about at the opening in that segment was what was done in civics class. Uh, when I was in school at City. we had a class called Federal and State, where you learned the Federal and State Constitution, and you had to pass that class to graduate, to get your... Diploma in the state of Missouri. I don't know if that was still the case. Um, it's different. See, you could call me dumb because I don't know a lot about computer. My computer questions, I call and ask you. There's a lot I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, ask me about putting on a fire. I could tell you a lot about that. So, I'm, I could be, you could call me dumb in one area. Right. Or you could call me smart in another, just like a lot of the kids today don't choose to learn the school stuff. They can't tell you history. They can't tell you the War of 1812 and what it was fought about, why we had the Civil War. But the top 100 of the rap song, they could say those to you word for word. Mm-hmm. So they do what's interesting to them, and where history isn't interesting to them. Now, now I learned to appreciate history the older I got, but when I was 13, 14, I didn't have much use for history except for
4: as an academic
2: pursuit to
0: pass a grade in class. Okay. Warren, any comments?
4: Yeah, uh, where Leonard left off on history, I think is really important in the conversation about dumbing of America, because when you look at current events, when you look at the stuff that's going on right now, and I've been thinking for a while now, a few years i'm sixty five now but I've been think thinking about so much that I've learned just by listening to people, listening to people just talk and discussion, educated people who have studied this things about the history in America, and the reason we have so many problems in America is not because of just things happening now. Things are happening now because it goes all the way back to the roots, to the foundation of America. This stuff that we're dealing with now, people in the street, what we're protesting, this is this is stuff that's been happening to us from the beginning and it's just amazing to me that these white folks sitting up here like, this just started. Oh, this is nothing, you know. Uh, lynching, you know, shot, uh, cops killing us. The police were created to keep black people under control. So that's the very problem right there. This is what this is what they were created to do, and they have federal laws that bar them from really being prosecuted. We wonder why they get off so much. The federal government makes it difficult to prosecute cops for doing their job you know so we need to start realigning this system from the top down you know the system is truly broken you know unless we get some fundamental changes uh, I don't maybe constitutionally federal laws mandates the whole system's got to be changed as far as how police behave and, and what they can get away with you know, we can't just say, oh, you know, we can't prosecute this. No, you know, there needs to be some change. So this is um, people not knowing how we got here is a problem. You know, this stuff's been going on and it's not changing. And people just don't seem to to realize what we've been dealing with cumulatively for centuries. And if they knew that they would know why we are burning shit and tearing shit up because you're sick and tired of, it. you know, um, when, you know, I heard people say, you know, stuff we deal with every day, you know, when white folks have to deal with it, they start committing suicide.
0: So, so, so here's what I'm, I'm hearing you say as far as uh, the dumbing of America, because I, I, you know, all of the other things that, that you bring up are, are parts that are part of the whole. So so the dumbing of America is not isolated from uh, what is happening in the streets today. It is all a part of the, the big pie. Yeah. And that the dumbing of America is um, a lot of people don't understand the protests because they don't understand all of the things that go into making today what it is. So, so whereas history, you know, maybe I don't need to know the uh, mayors of all of the, the all of the cities in the country, or even all of the cities in my state. Uh, There is something that's necessary to understand about our society, so that I can be a better citizen, so that so that I do recognize when things go astray mm-hmm. because for four years and, and and I'm gonna bring it back to that original um, thing that I was talking about for for four years, we litigated. The kneeling. Mm-hmm. We litigated that. We litigated that to the bitter end, and there was, there was all the explaining about it has nothing to do with this, this, and this. It has nothing to do with um, disrespecting the flag, and people didn't hear. They did not. Here, Mm -hmm. So they basically, there was this whole conversation about this. And they just said, big deal. Because this is the issue that's important to me. Regardless of what's happening to you. This is the issue that's important to me. This is how I see it. And I and 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 and, and some people haven't changed until they speak out and find out that the ideas that they're having had nothing to do with the conversation that they were in.
2: Hmm.
0: So Drew Brees made a statement about um, about the protests, never acknowledging the core reason for the protests. Exactly. Right? Never acknowledging yeah. the core reasons for the protests. And and obviously he felt it was necessary to bring that issue out to the forefront. And, and by not recognizing that there's more to the struggle than just the flag, He ignored everything that was related to the protests.
4: Absolutely.
0: And and the least that we can expect from citizens is to understand the politics of America. Now I don't mean the politics of Uh, uh, conservative versus liberal. I don't mean the politics of passing a law. I mean the politics of people interacting with other people and why that's important. If we're trying to build something and You only see things from your perspective, because mm-hmm. he only saw it from his perspective. Yep. If he, if he, if he only sees things from your perspective, how do we progress? How do we get better?
4: That's a, that's very hard. It's very hard. You know. Apparently, he doesn't know. Anybody that's been abused or manhandled or shot, or killed by the cops, you know, it doesn't happen in his neighborhood or to his people, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm pretty sure he lives on a in a bubble, you know, with his kind of money. He doesn't have to get out there in the streets and deal with with very much. Okay, know? that's another that's another What's interesting issue. What's he worth?
0: Okay.
3: Well, he. Doesn't have to, as you said, live with any of this, but he doesn't have to care. It's not affecting him. He's away, like you say, in his bubble. The commissioner of his league and the other owners in the league that he toils for, their their response to this at first was to try to tamp down not give Colin Kaepernick a chance. Oh boy, you disrespected the flag. We're gonna teach you a lesson. You don't get to occupy. Okay, so he just decided he wanted to go on about his business and do what he wanted to do.
2: How are you doing, Lonell?
3: That's that's what that was. Huh?
0: Oh, it was just, we had a, a someone just joined. Oh, Paula! Yeah, right, Paula, how you doing, yeah. Paula, right. how you how you doing? doing Paula? Good to you? We're doing fine. Doing fine. Um, so we were we were in the middle of having a discussion. I think Leonard sent you the wrong link.
2: Oh, so okay.
3: I'm sorry.
0: That no, that's quite all right.
3: I get on I the big guy up here. <laughs> Not your fault.
0: So we will. We will. I will talk with you a little later. Okay.
3: you. Okay. Thank, Thank you.
0: you. Okay, I'm sorry. Who we talking, Leonard?
3: Yeah, like I said, he just... He, he has to know what he was doing. If we say that the protesters know what they're doing, he know what they're doing. What's happening this time is not just African-Americans out there. It's mm-hmm. Caucasian-Americans out there. It's Hispanic-Americans out there. Mm-hmm. It's Asian-Americans out there. Because the Asians got their tests of the discrimination everybody else had to put up with, mm-hmm. with this COVID-19 virus.
2: Exactly. So, so they was,
3: understand that they're not, they, they understand that they're not untouchable, that so, everybody else is there.
0: So there was one thing that you said that really stuck out to me, is that he doesn't know about the protests and the things um, that Colin Kaepernick was trying to achieve because he's insulated from that, yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't have to deal with that on a regular basis, and so he doesn't know, or he does. He hasn't made it a point to connect with that. And the, and the issue here is so so from the perspective of dumb, the dumbing of America, there are things about America I need to know that are right. not a part of my life so i have to actually do something i have to actually be proactive in learning Mm -hmm. about that right and so Mm -hmm. and so it's difficult to say to give him a pass on this because even though he's insulated even though he doesn't you know, when he walks out of the locker room, maybe he doesn't hang out with those, the rest of those guys uh, on the right. team. Maybe he doesn't have any friends that have been arrested or stopped or, or mistreated by police. And he doesn't have to on a, you know, he's not forced into dealing with this. But when something so significant is happening, don't we all have a responsibility to enlighten ourselves, to educate ourselves about the issues that plague the country the most? I think we do. I, I would believe we do, but you know, since this
3: hasn't affected him, he makes a choice to disassociate himself from it because if he can comment on it, that means, you know, what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. If you had a known that, is that Colin, what Colin Kaepernick was taking that need for, and it was a veteran, a military veteran that told him, yeah, you go in here and do that. Cause that's one of the reasons he went to block. So Americans can have that freedom mm-hmm. to redress whatever grievances that's supposed to be in the constitution the freedom for peace of peaceful assembly to redress your grievances but you know in this case in some of these areas the law enforcement rumbled over people they recently pushed an old man down like you said and left him left him there sitting mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. i agree with if you got somebody looting and stealing and burning stuff up hey I'd be first one to say get them and lock them up, like they did. I think it was in D.C. Uh, one of these protesters was breaking up concrete. About three or four of the people got him, held him or her, and took it to the police to turn them over to the police. That was that was correct. By all means, if I was still working as a firefighter, that was my previous profession, I would have to be out there on these fires. Mm-hmm. And working just because somebody got angry. But you know, that's that's something to tell you. You can't continue to ignore these people. Right. And say, let them march, and we'll go back to doing what they're doing. Now they're at a point they can't be ignored. You got you got to acknowledge. Them. Mm-hmm. You gotta change some policies. You gotta do something different. Cause what we had
0: isn't working. So I'm gonna I'm it's, it's time for us to wrap up but I, um, when you mentioned your service you were a firefighter for the city of St. Louis for 17 and a half years and you made rank of I did make it to captain. Did make it to captain. Uh, oh, unfortunately um we lost um w- were you familiar with Dorn? Captain, captain Dorn?
3: Captain Dorn?
0: Mhm.
3: He sounds familiar. I don't remember the face right now, but it sounds familiar.
0: He was he was uh, attempting to protect um, a, a business, and um, he was killed by
3: oh, a,
0: yeah.
3: oh, the police captain. Okay. The police
0: captain, yeah. I didn't know if yeah. you knew him. Because he, he retired in 2006, him. I think, or 2003.
3: Yeah, I didn't know him personally. He retired from the city and went out to uh, Moline Acres and Moline was Acres. the chief officer. Mm-hmm. and you know he was like you said he was hired a security guard trying to protect the business and he was killed in that and I believe you know they get it I, I hope they find the people that are responsible for his death and bring him to justice yes, you got to still have you got to still have justice you got to still have order but mm-hmm. the people in charge you got to learn if you keep allowing a section of the population around wild. There's other people that not that are not going to stand up and protect that.
0: Okay, so unless opinion. you guys have any uh, last comments and then I'll give the last comment and then we'll get out of here. Warren, got anything last comments you'd like to make?
4: Well, like I was saying, uh, a lot of the behavior going on now uh, appears to be out of ignorance, but uh, I'm talking about the white reaction to what's going on, uh, the ones that just don't seem to get it. On the other hand, you have a lot of people crossing over and joining white people saying Black Lives Matter now, which which is a little different tune now because uh, before they weren't really participating. Now they're starting to hold up the banner, and I think that's a positive sign. So I think right now we're we're at a learning curve and we need to keep pushing the truth out about why this is happening now, because this didn't start today. This goes, this stuff that's happening now goes back since we've been in this country. And so for people to act like that didn't happen is truly dumb. (laughs) because <laughs> you you got tons of books where you can pick up and read about what happened to us in this country. It's, it's American history.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Leonard, you got a last comment? Yeah, just, you know,
3: it's anybody that you put down and you constantly got your foot on their neck, there comes a point they're going to rise against you. I mean, a dog you can kick so many times, it's going to turn back around and bite you.
2: Absolutely. I
3: mean, look at the wars we fought when other segments of the population felt that they were down. Just like a few years ago, that former up in Idaho, when he had his cattle on government land grazing, and he chose he wasn't going to pay for it. And they had people coming from all around that area, other states, with their guns, manning checkpoints, which are only supposed to be law enforcement. And the governor wouldn't call out the National Guard, refuse to do any law enforcement action. So when they have their thing, their uprising against, it's okay. It's acceptable. Right. But, you know, if we have an uprising, hey, we're militants, we're tearing mm-hmm. stuff up, and we're mm-hmm. doing this, and this guy violated federal law and didn't pay for it, and the federal government didn't go after him. Mm-hmm.
4: No, the white people—they weren't gonna mess with them. White people had been us. it have been a whole different story.
0: All righty. So my my last comment for this segment. Um, so the the dumbing of America to me isn't uh, necessarily about um, knowing who the, the three branches of government are. The you know, who your your local representative is, uh, hopefully you do know those things. Hopefully you are uh, inundating yourself with information of that uh, when it comes time to vote, that you have you know, some level of comfort in the votes you cast. Um, so from that aspect, um, I, I don't think we as a society are getting more dumber, Uh, although we are losing some skills that I think are absolutely important. So hopefully what we will soon look at what things should be automated and what things should not be automated. I don't think an automobile should be so complicated that only a certain select few number of people uh, can work on it. I think we should go back to automobiles being You know, if you decide that you want to work on your vehicle, you should be able to. It should be um, it should be designed in such a way that you can work on your own. Um, And then if someone else, someone else can still create a business based around um, fixing an automobile and those people who don't want to work on their automobile will take it to that individual. And I think that provides um, different skills and intelligence that will serve us long into the future. I want to thank you gentlemen for joining me this afternoon, um, Leonard and Warren, and hopefully you'll come back and join me for another podcast. I'm going to close this one up. And uh, I hope uh, I want to thank anyone else for, for, for listening in.
1: that concludes this episode and thank you for listening this podcast is designed for live listener interaction okay guys visit the website the lions den warren com slash home for details about how to join the uh, how you doing the video version of Attitude i appreciate you hanging out with me today man YouTube. that was good search for lions den hold STL. on a second and the audio podcast is available on stitcher.com anchor.fm the iTunes store yeah? and the Google Play music store to name a few look for Altitude oh, okay. Adjustment all right you get your I will podcast, talk to you later <laughs> and consider making a contribution by visiting anchor.fm slash altitude adjustment to remember the internet is powered by your likes shares and comments so please like share and comment on this and other episodes because it matters as always be cool be calm and above all be careful look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you.